0: what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of off the perch podcast it is steve chris and uh we survived uh noah's ark out yes there. we did was, uh biblical flooding <laughs> uh we almost all died it was great
1: yeah it was great it was a great bless it was those, refreshing
0: bless those rains down in harrison bless them bless them yes <laughs> so uh to nothing win Yes, 2-0 um, win. A clean sheet. Clean sheet.
1: That was that was nice. Um, I'm on a two-match prediction streak right
0: now. You are. You yes, are. yes. You are, uh, you're You're going to give me those lotto numbers after this, right? Yes, I will. Good, good. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't need you for anything else.
0: For those of you who did not get a chance to watch the game, if you do get a chance to watch it, just don't watch the first half. Don't bother. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Move that, along. That...
1: It's the same story now. Under Armis like kind of like start with us, where like that first half was just really scrappy and ugly and just not pretty soccer. No. Um, no, but then we go into halftime and Armis makes adjustments, and then we come out in the second half and look like a different team um, and just take control of the game. Um, which, well, good. Why? Like it should be happening the full ninety minutes. Exactly. Um, but also, but it's good that he's he can he can make an adjustment, as opposed to former coaches that don't make adjustments and then just play the same style, and then we don't get the result. So yeah. it's you take the good with the bad. Uh-huh. Um, it's the facts of life. It's the, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, right off the bat, though, to start off the game, we we had a new starting eleven. We had um, Amir in for Laid, uh, and we had Riza in for Wheel, which. That should be the starting eleven week in and week out. Yeah, uh, Adams, until they sell. Until Amir leaves, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then, yeah, and then they had um, Adams playing on the right, so it was kind of like a different look for him, and he looked great out there. Yeah, I mean, Adams is the kind of player that I think, <laughs> barring weird playing him as center back, uh, you put him anywhere. <laughs> you put him in goal. <laughs> yeah, him, like like yeah. like Brian White. You, yeah, you, yeah exactly. just give give him a chance at goal, and he'll be fine. Exactly. Um, well, yeah, no, he was great out there, uh, right midfielder. And then he played, like, as a number 10 for, like, the last three minutes of the game and looked okay for the smallest sample size possible. But, um, <laughs> no, it was – it was starting 11 was good. And then, again, the second half was when, you know, we just came out and uh, took the game from New England. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the first goal was – The first goal was, um, was, the fr- the first goal was, was from – Yeah, the first yeah. goal was the
1: free kick from Royer. Um, that was uh, the free kick from Riza, uh, beautifully placed. Just floated it yeah. a- across, and just roared right at the far post,
0: and and, and just uh, shinned it and didn't kick it in. He yeah. I was I was convinced they were going to call that back. Really? From the perch, Ew. like when he scored, he looked like he was offside when he scored, okay. and I remember saying to Danny, like everybody's celebrating, and I'm like, they're totally going to call this back. <laughs> like, and I'm just watching the ref, and he's yeah. not even motioning like he's listening to anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, how was he not offside <laughs> and then i watched it at uh, at home and he was onside so yeah um the only thing that happened before that goal
1: is that um long came off uh for colin yeah uh long who had gotten a yellow in the first half and was not feeling well they took him out um i was i didn't see the long at the yellow cuz i was i was captain in yeah. the first half so when I saw that happen I was like why? Yeah,
0: I watched you like throw like a hissy fit right <laughs> yeah. in front of me in the section. It was great. Um I'm I'm sitting there going man, you know, I just wish we had like a world cup caliber starting center back to bring off the bench. You know. But we're stuck with father time over here, you know.
1: That that was the second the part of bendings. my my anger cuz like okay, long had a yellow and he wasn't feeling well. Fine, but like, give Fidel a chance, and like, even like in post mat, like there's an interview between the the end of the game and and today where where Arma said like, down the stretch, Fidel's gonna get like chances, but like, why not? Why not then? Why not then? Like, why? What is, what is it that you're not seeing from him, like that doesn't grant him a start, yeah. or even minutes off the bench? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, back to the, uh, back to the game after that, then we, we see, um, the goal in the 80th minute, just, you know, standard Kaku to Bradley yep. just headed it in it's just the same, <laughs> the, the, the Kaku to BWP special. Um, like someone, I saw someone on Twitter say like, as soon as I saw the ball come off Kaku's foot, I knew it was going to go in because it just was like placed perfectly. Bradley made a run past the defender and just headed it in past Turner. And, and that, that was it and that was his that's Bradley's 99th goal he has 99 goals
0: 99 in MLS 117 mm-hmm. in all competition
1: gotcha <laughs> <laughs> 99 MLS goals um and he almost got his 100th uh there was a uh a penalty uh Given to us because of a handball in the box, but VAR overturned it. And even Bradley was just like, "No, I didn't want." To. Yeah, like, I didn't want it. He's like, "I don't want it to be
0: my hundredth goal. I don't want to. I was so happy when they overturned it. He was like, "I didn't want to give it to to Derek, and people think I'm scared to take yeah, a penalty." Yeah, yeah.
1: He said that his his ideal hundredth goal is like a bicycle kick in midfield, <laughs> <laughs> which you know, if you if you can pull it off, that'd be amazing.
0: Um, I hope he like Henri's after his hundredth goal. Yeah, yeah, just like. Old school, hand on the on the post, on the post. you know, legs crossed, <laughs> looking down.
1: Take it, just like from the father to the son kind of thing. Yep. Um, and yeah, but that was the last kind of major thing of the game, and then you know that was it. We won two nothing, a clean sheet. Um, there was, I mean, New England for the most part didn't really have any big chances. No. no. Um, there's one thing that I remember from the first half that that Long almost got a goal like early in the game, like a minute thirty in. I saw when I watched the highlights. Like he, he should have placed the ball better, but like he wasn't feeling well or whatever. Um, but yeah, what do you, who are your uh, your three stars uh, for that, that clean sheet?
0: My three stars. Uh, third star, I'm going to give it to to uh, Adams. Like okay. you said, he was playing you know playing on the right side yeah, instead of playing Not his natural position. Not his natural position, and he still excelled. Yeah, he, you know, he's one of those players that you we get to just throw him out there, yeah. any position, and he's just gonna produce for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, second star, I'm gonna give it to Robles for the clean sheet, that save off Burnbury in the first half. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was
1: that was scary. Um, and yeah, he just, he, he was there at the right time and yeah, yeah, but
0: that was a, that was a big save. It was. And, uh, first star, I'm going to give it to Bradley, 99 goals. Yeah. You just got to give it to him. Yeah.
1: My three star is a little bit different. My, my third star is going to go to Amir because just the fact, like just it's night and day in terms of what Amir brings to the team when he starts versus laid where he's just. Defensively, he's a rock, but then that that extra offense that he just brings to the team, where you just see him making runs into the box, like down the sideline, just like providing in in, in ways that Laid can't. Um, so that's why I gave Amir my third star. Uh, my second star is going to go to Kaku, just uh, just for the assist and just how badly he styled on. <laughs> 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 the uh Ravona and Nutmeg and every other uh Tecker skill that you can imagine in one sequence um was incredible. Uh and yeah, no, he was he was great out there. And my first star is gonna go to Riza uh because just Riza now that he's starting is providing a spark for this offense. Not not in the run of place Like it it wasn't in the run of play this time, but like off free kicks. Um so yeah, that's why I gave Riza my, my first star. Okay. Because he's just he's just been in these past two games been uh providing a lot for us. Yeah, I thought
0: he's been great. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um so now that we're past New England, uh we're gonna go into the the, the upcoming gauntlet of two Eastern Conference teams, but um in news we between last week and this week we know that Andreas Ivan is signed to it. We we they announced the signing, yep. pending his visa. Uh, currently he is in Canada somewhere last update I think he's in Montreal for whatever reason I do not know All right, Um, I don't know why it's the new Brian Nielsen yeah I I don't know if it's a visa related issue or whatever but he is he is signed and just pending his visa getting um, getting approved then he'll join the team Um, yeah uh, again like they showed they post a highlight reel and, and he looks to be a I mean we hope to be a a good contribution to us. Yeah. Yeah. We're, let's uh, wait and see there.
0: Yeah. I think, for me, the bar is really low for him. hmm Yeah. Um, you know, he seems like a low-risk, high-reward yeah. signing, which is all we tend to do. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, Kaku notwithstanding. Right. $6 million. When you're investing <laughs> that much into somebody, it's not low-risk. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but no, I don't really expect much from him. I'm not saying he's not going to produce, right? But you don't I'm, have a you don't have like a. I'm not expecting him to even get a start, okay. like or make the 18 this year. Oh, really? Okay. It's a mid-season signing. I mean, I've... he's a guy that if we have enough forwards and midfielders ahead mm. of him on the depth chart, okay. that know the system, that know you know the style and, yeah. and know each other, yeah, that. All right. he's not he's not a for me he, he's an not an instant slot no into my, he's yeah. not an established enough player where it's like alright yeah he could definitely like figure this out on the fly like, right we didn't just go out and sign Ronaldo right who can you know just slot in and figure it out right right, we'll play around him mm-hmm. Um, so yeah I mean I think this is more a long term thing okay maybe it gets a few minutes in like a midweek start against Houston right the end of August, but But give him a few weeks to
1: acclimate, get used to the system, get used to his his teammates, um, and then go from there. It's, I mean, it's just good to have that reinforcement. Given that, as good as Riza has been, he is injury prone, Um, and then Moil. We know we talk about him enough, but like just to have that option in case Moil not providing or anything like that. Give him, given Ivan or Ivan, have you pronounce it, a few weeks. To then maybe come off the bench and then maybe even start should circumstances force him to to take that role. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, there was kind of a quiet,
0: quiet week. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet week. Um. But um, before we jump to the D.C. Yeah. I just want to talk about the ridiculous pace that yeah that us City and Atlanta are on right now. Mm-hmm. Um. We're all at two points per game. Mm. Hmm. Dallas is at 1.95. They just traded Acosta. Yeah. That's I mean, they a, got Baji, who's good, a, but a weird trade. Man. They needed somebody to replace, uh, what's his name, that Ma- they just sold? Diaz. Morrow, yeah. yeah. yeah Morrow's yeah. gone. You know, get rid of a homegrown player. Baji. He's guess, the best player in Colorado. Okay. I mean, not anymore, <laughs> but he was. Yeah. Um, so I don't really see Dallas keeping pace, but. Yeah, not me either. We're on this weird tear right now. The three are these three clubs in the East. We're all on pace to finish at sixty-eight points, Mm -hmm. Uh, one point away from where Toronto was last year. Um, Right now, we're one goal behind Atlanta in goal difference, but Mm -hmm. we have three games in hand. Yes, so we would have to. I mean, if if we finish all finish at sixty-eight points, then. Mm we would have to finish ahead of them in goal difference right right uh right now um it's a weird thing i don't ever remember three teams in the same conference this yeah being on a tear this late into the season
1: this is the first time where i felt that you can tell the gulf between the top three teams in the east and the bottom three teams in the east columbus is kind of like straddling that 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 kind of line between like a, a good Eastern Conference team, I'm not gonna say a bad Eastern Conference team, but but like in terms of like the next level where uh, we NYC and Atlanta are, because it's just like it's almost night and day in terms of again Columbus, withstanding like the fifth and sixth
0: teams. Yeah. So standings as they look right now, mm-hmm. Atlanta's in first, 44 points in 22 games, yeah. with a plus 21 goal differential. Mm-hmm. NYC is at 40 points in 20 games with a plus-16 goal differential. Yeah. We're at 38 points in 19 games with a plus-20. Mm-hmm. And then the crew are at 33 points in 22 games with mm-hmm. zero goal differential. Wow. Montreal's at 28 points in 22 games, negative-9 goal differential. <laughs> and in sixth place in the East is New England 28 points in 21 games, plus-1 goal differential.
1: Yeah, so you can... Just love that one, you can just tell the difference. That's
0: insane. Yeah, that's there are only one, two, three, four teams in the East in positive goal differential, mm. and then Columbus at zero. Everybody else is in the negative right now yeah. in the East.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In the West isn't much better, but right, right, but even the the worst, even Real Salt Lake is in sixth place right now, mm. and they're on one point four three points a game, and Montreal's on one point two seven. Yeah, like. There's just not much parody anymore. Yeah, in the east. it's in the <laughs> east at
1: least. Like the west, whenever I look at the west, like every every couple of weeks, I always like to see a new team that's like in the top six. I'm like, how the hell did they get there? Yeah. Like RSL, I think. Are they still in the top? Yeah, you just RSL's in sixth. sixth. Um, they're
0: yeah. two points ahead of Minnesota.
1: Yeah, when Minnesota just destroyed LAFC last night. Yeah, 5-1. Five, 5-1. One. Five, one. That was, was cr-
0: amazing. That was
1: ridiculous. I caught
0: the last like twenty minutes of the game, and nobody scored. And I'm watching it, and I'm like. Just watching these twenty minutes, neither team should have scored a single goal. This yeah. game, how the hell did? Yeah, score no, it five? was just, it was nuts. I was um, stupid Wonderwall, because <laughs> nothing says Minnesota like Wonderwall, like Oasis, <sighs> like the Gallagher's. Yeah. I um, mean, guys, Prince yeah. is from your city. Yes. Like, God damn it! Yes, rain.
1: Sing any song from the Prince catalog, please. It's, it's ridiculous. It's monsters. Just put some respect on his name. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, uh, and we'll see as this, as the kind of second half of the season turns along, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I think the, the Gulf will grow wider just mm. cause I don't know, like the top three in the East are just these, these kind of monster teams. Like Atlanta, like Joseph Martinez at 22 goals with like 17 games left. Like this is, it's crazy. Like the, yeah. the talent right now that, that, the top three teams have as opposed to the rest the rest of the conference. Yeah,
0: they have twelve twelve games left.
1: They have twelve games left? Twelve games left. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's uh it's crazy. And and again, we'll see as we we uh keep going. It's gonna get yeah, it's gonna get nuts. It's gonna get interesting because yeah. we
0: gotta play Atlanta and City one both.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We play, play. City one more time, we play Atlanta one more, more time. time. Right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um one team that's not in the discussion for top three teams in the East is uh, good old DC United. DC United. Uh, I heard they rent a room to see the Pope. Yes. You know what he said? Uh, I think he told them to fuck off. Oh, okay. All right. yeah. Sounds like the Pope. Yeah, sounds like sounds old, like the Pope. That old San Lorenzo fan. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, they are currently in last I, place.
0: I heard that's why Gonzalo didn't sign for them. Really? Because of the Pope. Yeah, because of the Pope. Pope. like, oh, no, 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 Fuck no, them. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, DC United is in last place. In the
0: East. In the East. Second to last place in the league. Mm-hmm. Two points ahead of San Jose.
1: Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, the, yeah, they're at 14 points on 16 games played. Mm-hmm. So you think that we have games in hand.
0: <laughs> Can I make a terrible joke?
1: <laughs> God, what is it? Are their points per game? What is their points per game? 0.88. Oh God damn it! I'm not going to make the joke. I'm not going to make the joke. Okay, make the joke. All right, the joke. Okay. The joke. All right. Uh, yeah, they're three, five, and eight. Uh, their last game was a is uh, a three-one loss to Atlanta.
0: Um, yeah, where, thanks for that, guys. <laughs> Good job. You no, know, I cheer for you guys like maybe three, four games a year. Maybe, maybe. Like, come on, <laughs>
1: come on. Yeah, uh, Rooney had his first start, uh, and he was <laughs> he was just he played sixty-six minutes, and he. Had some moments, but all in all, nothing to help them climb the mountains that that is Atlanta United. It's in a dome. Like, what is your excuse,
0: dude? It's like climate control. Yeah.
1: um, But, yeah, no. Again, it's... DC United is this team that, like, they have pieces. Like, they have Areola. They have Assad. Rooney now. um, Darren Maddox is okay um he's probably not going to see the field as much now that Rooney's there he'll yeah. probably be off the bench belhami died right <laughs> <laughs> belhami died and was shipped to a nordic country yeah um but yeah there it's um again the first half of the season most of it was on the road
0: um yeah they played uh 13 games on the road went 1 8 and 4 <laughs> Yeah. They have played three quote-unquote home games because two of them were yeah, in the, the Maryland s- sports complex. Yeah, yeah. But they are 2-0-1. Yes. Technically speaking, they are still on pace to finish with, like, 50 points this year. They, yeah. Based on their Some, home record. But, again, it's small sample size. Exactly.
1: Like, yeah. It's based on just, like, uh, weird games in Maryland. Um, yeah. And, like, I was saying, like, Hamid left, but they have Al- Alsted now from Vancouver, who's not a bad goalkeeper. No. So this is a team that could surprise the the league and, and like scrape into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts about this? And again, you know, new stadium, all this stuff. But what are your thoughts about about Wednesday? How do you feel about it? At, at the already crumbling Audi Field?
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know I've been to my fair share of games at r f k and never once did a railing fall down while I was there,
1: no, yeah. and we've literally caused concrete to bounce, yeah,
0: like we've come home with chunks of concrete and allegedly, you know, allegedly, yeah, like I might have a chunk of concrete as like a book stop on my bookcase, yeah, um, <laughs> but I don't know, you know having again, having been to so many games in d c mm-hmm. It's really hard to be, you know, optimistic about a game down there.
1: I, I'm optimistic. The last game we played them, we beat them three-one. I know,
0: but still playoff it's... series. We like, like, I just feel like this stigma. Like, I, I, I'm not afraid of this team. I'm not afraid of this team either. But I'm afraid of us on the road. Okay. Like I, I said it last year, and I said it again this year. There is no team in MLS I am afraid to play. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid for us to play. Okay, like in their house. I- I'm just yeah. afraid for us to play every single week because sometimes we <laughs> want to show up and sometimes we don't, okay. and it doesn't matter who the opponent is. Like, yeah, we get up for the good opponent opponents. Mm-hmm. So, are we going to get up for DC away? It's a midweek game. We play Columbus, who's That's... a playoff team, on Saturday. Yeah. Are we focusing on let's get the home points, who cares about the road game? Right. Or are they, you know, actually going to treat this the way that they should? Right. We I... saw how they treated the game up in NYC. Mm-hmm. You know, they all look like shit. <laughs> so now you have a midweek game in D.C. Yeah. How are you going to treat it?
1: You mentioned in the double, the, the, that we have two games this week. Uh, DC also has two games this week. And I for some reason on, on the train right up here, I was like, unfortunately, I was like, let me go into the brain of DC United. Um, and to me, I would feel like they would want to rest their players for a game against Colorado at home where they they know they can win versus playing their best players against a team like us that will run players off the field and then leave them just, like, with no energy for Saturday.
0: Yeah, but do you think that they would allow the first match against us in their new place to be, like, their b squad against us? Yeah, I don't know. They won't. They won't. I mean, we all thought that... I mean, at least I thought we were going to get the shit kicked out of us at the last game at RFK, Mm. you know, just because. (laughs) Just
1: because they were going to be amped up for the game. Yeah, they were
0: going to be amped up for the game, and that's just the way things go when we play at RFK. Mm. And we somehow didn't let that happen um i don't know i you know when i when fishkin put out that thing of here are all the games where do you see us finishing i have us drawing this game you did i have us drawing this game and, and losing the next one the next game up
1: the, uh, down there down there
0: yeah I, that's it's just games on the road against a shitty opponent i don't know i just Feel like we're not going to get up for it.
1: In my outlook, I had us winning one of these games and drawing one of these games. I okay. think I had us like out of the last twenty-four road points we had. It was like seventeen out of twenty-four, and that was me being optimistic. Like I can see us getting like fifteen out of the last twenty-four mm. road out of the road points that we have left. Um, yeah, I just think that like we we match up well against them. Like they they're not good at keeping the ball. We press player teams until they lose possession. Um, it, it's they're just not good at set pieces now with Riza taking free kicks, I feel like we have this this threat at, at, at set pieces of corners and, and off, off free kicks near or outside the box. Um, I think given the past few years, well during like the middle like the middle of the season, we always have that one game where we used to go down to RFK and it, for some reason I, in my brain it's like it was usually close to an, an NYC game where we would not show up for the game against d c. And then we would come out and and destroy NYC, and it left a sour taste in a lot of a lot of supporters' mouths because it's just like, why don't you show up for the game against our rivals? Oh. I feel like this is this with them in a new stadium, us not wanting to give them the pleasure of of, of winning down there, like they're taking the first game against us at home. I feel like we're going to show up for this game. Okay, I'm going to say we're going to win two one. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna show up and we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna beat them. That, that's 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 my that's my belief. I think we're gonna win two one.
0: All right, you you sold me on this. <laughs> yeah, I think we win three nothing. Okay, a brace from Bradley. Yeah, for his hundred and first MLS goal. Gotcha. Uh, and a goal from Kaku. Okay. But I think Wayne Rooney gets completely neutralized. By yeah,
1: the, I, don't, I just don't see Wayne Rooney yeah. as a threat against against yeah. or, or any like anyone. You yeah. know, yeah,
0: I, I want to be really pessimistic,
1: but the only going to be optimistic. The here. only caveat I have is that we have Columbus on the weekend, and it's going to the rotation. It, it, it's we don't know how Armas is going to treat their rotation. Like, is he going to be like, well, let's play our B? Plus or whatever team. Before. I think
0: we can get away with playing a B plus team at home instead of on the road. Yeah, I mean, look at the team we played against Portland at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. That was B minus, and yeah. still beat them for nothing.
1: Yeah, but this is a Columbus team where Greg Burhalter is just has our number. I don't know if it's going to be different now. Now that it's Armis instead of Jesse. Um, but I think it would
0: be different because there won't be a biblical storm coming towards us <laughs> like it was when we were in and we drew, And we drew over we drew. Yeah, we drew so, on because of
1: Wheel's uh, Equalizer. But yeah, yeah. no, it's... Um,
0: I didn't hear about that one. What? I didn't hear about that one.
1: What? Oh, yeah. I uh, get it. I get, get it. it. Uh-huh. uh uh-huh. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 2-1 t- t- win. And, and then into the, the game on the weekend, which is... Uh, against the team that's right below us in the Stanislaus Columbus Crew, a team that, I, going back to 2015, gives us fits because just Greg Greg Berhalter is just a very good coach. Um, they don't have a midweek game, so they'll be on full yeah. rest as opposed to us having the game against DC. Um, and uh, that that's the game I'm more worried about. Okay. I'm I'm not nervous. I'm just. Kind of tentative to be like, oh yeah, it's a game at home. We got it. Um, it's games like this where makes me it makes me wish that we had won and beat Chicago at home. Yeah, because that that's a game we should have won. Columbus drawing and or, and maybe even losing at home to Columbus would not hurt as much if we had beat Chicago early in the year. Um, but yeah, no, we. I mean, last last time we played them it was a, it was a one-one draw. Um, I think we can get away. I think we can. I'm not. Look, I'm not going to say that we're not going to win against Columbus. Uh, excuse me. That we're we're gonna that we're going to lose against Columbus at home. Um, it's just going to be a very tough game. Um, my optimist side says that we'll win like three two. Um, but I'll be happy with a draw, given that we have two games this week.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't know. I think for me, <sighs> I'm never going to say we're going to lose at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably, I probably did already. Okay. <laughs> but right now. Right now, I'm yeah. never going to say we're going to lose at home. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we're going to draw against them. I think it'll be like one nothing, maybe 2-1 at home okay. on Saturday. Um, like you said, they, they have our number. They know how to play against us. Mm-hmm. They know how to neutralize the press but we're still a good team at home. Yeah. That Chicago game notwithstanding. Um, and I feel like if if we can get a win on Wednesday, we just will view that as like
1: momentum carrying yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. Get a win against a rival yeah. at, at their new place, spoil their evening, yeah. kind of thing and then just carry it into carry it into like a, a, a game against a, a at the moment a bigger threat. Um
0: yeah. To our standings in the East, yeah. Um and I think if if we can win on Wednesday, City plays on Thursday. Are they home or are they away? They're in Orlando on Thursday. Yeah. I don't know. I think if if we could pull out a win on Wednesday and then watch them lose on Thursday,
1: mm. it would give us it would give, it'd us, give some us more a boost. Yeah, we'd, we'd be a point this is ahead our of chan- them. Yeah, this with is our chance. Game to, in hand. Right. To get you know, some distance on them, maybe. Yeah. A, a, a small, but distance.
0: Yeah. Um, Atlanta plays in Montreal this weekend. Okay. In Montreal, I mean, very quietly, you know, putting together a somewhat respectable-ish <laughs> run. Not season. Run. Run. Okay. I was going to say, it's like, wait, one did No, no, they're not a good team, but <laughs> if I can pull up their schedule...
1: While you do the thing, I will bring up the fact that, that, um, Columbus escaped with a win in, against Orlando over the weekend. There, there's that like questionable PK call, um, against an Orlando team that's not very good. Um, but yeah, they came, they still came back and won, but it still, was kind of dicey for them. So just to just look at that, um, and again, just seeing the kind of gulf between um, the top three teams in the East, and then them kind of straddling again straddling that line between a good Eastern Conference team and a mediocre uh, Eastern Conference team. I, yeah, I think we I think we'll win. It's just going to be a very close game.
0: Yeah, yeah. In uh, in their last eight games, Montreal has won six. Really lost one and just drew with Portland two two their oh. only loss was three nothing at city, but they have won, including I oh know this doesn't include the uh is that the Canadian cup game mm. that is the Canadian cup game oh, okay. okay, so in their last seven league games mm-hmm. they are five one and one they have won games two nothing two one two nothing two nothing three nothing wow, so. Hmm.
1: They do it a little better. Come on, Montreal! Yeah, um,
0: uh, <laughs>
1: you got this, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you said uh, for Columbus, you said a three,
0: two one, two one one, one nothing, nothing or
1: two, two one. one win. Okay, all right. Um, let's go to some questions. Uh, thank you for sending this question, guys. Uh, again, what I usually posted the day before. Just tweet it anytime you have a question that comes to mind. Just tweet it to us or just send it to contact off the perch podcast dot com. Uh, the first question is from, let me get this name, uh, El Pajama Pants. Uh, he asks, what do you make of Alex Mouille as an offensive player? Uh, I know this pass game wasn't the best sample size with how little time he got, but I'm still interested in your opinions, especially regarding this chart. Um, it's a chart of, of uh, our players' possession breakdowns for the year. And <laughs> his it baffles me kind of just because it's it, it's like, He's the best player in terms of offensive success, with almost twenty. And then, but he was also our most untidy player. So how does, like, last last game comes to mind where he just he made a run into the box, ran into like five New England players, and just kept his head down instead of like making the pass. Yeah. So it's like, and but the thing is he. He was subbed in in the spot that we always talk about wanting to get subbed in. 70-plus minute, fresh legs, running teams that are already tired off the field. Um, He didn't really contribute much this game, but I still think he provides an offensive spark just off the bench.
0: Yeah, I you know, I think he's, like we've said, he's he's good coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. Seeing how like, messy he is out there. Yeah. It's, it's not a surprise. It's, a, it's... Yeah. I'm more surprised with that he was so far to the right for, like, creating chances. Yeah, that's the like point. Yeah, 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 I expected him to be, you know, high into left. Yeah. Um, but, no, you know... I
1: don't know if it's, like, secondary passes or secondary assists that he, like, somehow contributes to a pass that leads to an assist or something like that. Yeah.
0: I think it's more him hunting down a ball and, and creating, the creating a turnover yeah like if if you're gonna give him credit for creating a turnover then he's great offensively right, right. because that's just what he does as so we saw the first ccl game down in costa rica mm-hmm. he was the reason we got that goal right. is because he ran at the guy like a fucking bat out of hell <laughs> and scared the shit out of him and forced an error right that's what he does, and that's what he's good at, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I keep doing that. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, man. I just, sometimes numbers lie. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Sometimes those numbers are not true. Um, yeah, no, but again, I, I, he's a good offensive player, just not on a full 90, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I, I, his offensive contributions comes when he's has a full tank, and the team he's playing against doesn't and that's that's when his 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 offensive kind of pluses shine. Um but yeah, thanks for the question. Um next question is uh from uh my fiance Monica. Uh she wants to know how do you feel about Metro Fan TV host Lens emphatically saying fuck Liverpool on their first weekly rundown. They just recorded their second one today. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, what do you feel about this? What's Metro Fan TV? That's that. You were on it once. Was in I? In a Burger King. In a Burger cake. Yeah, I
0: haven't even watched that episode. Sorry, guys. Like, this isn't, like, I'm not taking a shot at you guys. Oh, man. I just don't consume any content made about this team by anybody. You don't? I don't read anything. <laughs> I don't listen to anything. I don't watch anything. And I, I know it sounds terrible because I'm sitting here recording something yeah. like, guys, listen to my opinion, and I don't care about yours. And it's not that I don't care. <laughs> it's just... I really don't have time to sit down and listen to a podcast or, you know, watch videos and Mm -hmm. shit like that. Like, it's just, I do a lot in my free time. Like when you came over before we started recording, I already started emailing tickets out for DC, which Ticketmaster changed their system and it's making my life even harder. But I got like 92 tickets to email out tonight and tomorrow morning. Yeah. Like, sorry, I just really don't have time to listen or watch anything. Gotcha. I, you just, I get you, my news from Twitter. If it's on Twitter, like, get, you, that's where yeah. I consume it. Gotcha. Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> and and do, you, do
1: you care about Len saying fuck Liverpool? No, because no.
0: he's a fake Man United fan. Oh,
1: damn. Damn. Thanks, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our last email, well, now this is an email, uh, is from uh, Patrick Haddad. Uh, he says hi, Stephen and Chris.
0: Can uh, he type after drumming for 16 minutes? Yeah,
1: yeah. He was. Uh, he did drum for 16 minutes. Yeah, did, I, was,
0: I, he... I. hope your hands are okay because we needed a drummer in DC. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Pat.
1: Uh, so he said hi, Stephen and Chris. Since this will be the last episode of Off the Perch before we are all killed by these structurally unstable. <laughs> I thought he was going to go into something something else. You know, just someone screaming in all caps on Twitter. Uh, He says, I just want to say that I enjoyed listening to your podcast. Uh, Now that it's done, I can give my three stars. Uh, The third star is you. He said, enough said. Uh, The second star is me. He says, mostly good takes and doesn't like shitty Oasis. Eh, Okay. Uh, First star, B-Man.
0: I don't know who that is. I I, I miss B-Man. I'm genuinely concerned with the lack of any sort of correspondence from b-man on yeah. twitter to this show
1: yeah yeah b-man wherever you are yeah we'll lure you with the nick cage facts i don't I'm gonna, know i'm gonna shine the uh taylor the ta- <laughs>
0: spotlight into the sky
1: uh yeah thanks for the uh thanks for your three stars of the show pat yeah unfortunately um after the wednesday when steve is struck by a railing yeah uh it will be a one-man show
0: yeah yeah uh, the show will go on the
1: show will go on
0: yeah yeah at least uh, for one episode. For one episode, right. Like we gotta, like, do, like, an in-memorial. Yeah, event. more, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, like, like pull out all the, the best quotes from, like, the past 21 episodes and yeah. just, like...
0: Yeah. And the entire time you're talking, I want in the arms of an angel, like, like in the, just in the background. On loop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just at the, at the end, give the phone number for the ASPCI. <laughs> you got it, buddy.
1: Um, so, yeah, that does it for us. And, uh, a... So, we said... You 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 you're with me on this. You say you're going to win down there?
0: Yeah, we will win. We
1: will win. <laughs> <We'll> win.
0: <sighs> I guess.
1: Uh so yeah, so uh we're going to win both games. I will <laughs> we'll look back at this and be like we were wrong.
0: Yeah, next week we'll talk about how we're not on two points a game anymore. <laughs> drop six.
1: Uh so yeah, uh see you guys uh next week guys. See ya. Bye.